Now, everyone, I have a quick question for all of you. Have you ever felt like you are so driven and found your purpose already, but somehow rather you met some obstacles and then after that you got stranded somewhere along the lines and now you have to go back to square one again? If you have, give us a thumbs up. If you have, let us know in the comment section how it feels and what has actually happened or even private message me and let me know how I can actually serve you as well. Because I myself have gone through this shithole for the past few months ago. Okay, And now I've rebound back again. And all thanks to this man over here. He has been one of a fabulous guy that, you know, is very giving, very serving, and helped me along the way as well. His name is none other than Melvin Soul. So who is Melvin Soul? Well, in fact, Melvin coaches some of the Asia's best and most successful marketers, speakers, coaches, and salespeople. Right? His coaching students have made millions extra as a result of adopting his powerful x-factor marketing methods and they have also rapidly shot to the very top of their industry of their niche and become well respected well i do not want to steal the mic so much from melvin let's welcome melvin in the house welcome melvin woohoo yeah what is up man wow 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 i mean like uh finally Finally, I got to get you onto the show. It's been a while. We've chatted along the way. And you know what, Melvin? I'm really grateful for you um, two years back. Two years back, right? Yeah. Remember that time when Gary V was here? I was a bit yeah, lost. Yeah. And I still tell you, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to interview Gary. But I do not know what, what's, what I'm going to do. And then you gave me some steps. And it was at the same time, uh, helped me with some tips on copywriting and boom we got that post viral as well and today we're not going to talk so much about what happened in the past but yeah. we're going to talk about some things that we can actually learn throughout this whole journey especially what i've gone through and yeah. also at the same time what you have actually gone through as well yeah. particularly the advices and etc that you're going to give to the entrepreneurs and even the man that's watching on the screen right now okay and today okay today we are we are actually going to dive deep into these three main categories the categories are dating relationships yeah. mindset and also at the same time business okay so a lot of times many people will be thinking man today we're gonna just listen about entrepreneurship again we're going to talk about business we're going to talk about how to thrive in this society but mm -mm, this time around we're not going to talk so much about that as well we're going to talk more about dating relationships and also at the same time how to get more sales during COVID-19 well without further ado okay let's start off with this particular, awesome. yeah. yeah this particular question that I've always wanted to you know ask you right okay so before we actually start, before we actually start the whole whole thing, do you mind if you share with the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? All right. So, David, David, recent, it's a it's a real real pleasure to be on with everybody here. Uh, we're here yep. to talk, and, uh, and I love the fact 
uh, I've done a lot of podcasts, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, but it's not always I get a chance to talk about, you know, those three things together. We're talking about dating relationships. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about business and marketing and sales. You know, these are fantastic topics for, for folks. So if there's something yep. you want to listen to, you know, please stick on. Or throughout, I promise yes. you a, a good investment of, of your time. Um, my entire mm-hmm. journey can best be summarized by starting out as a rebel without a cause. You know, uh, when, okay. when I was growing up uh, in primary school, sec- secondary school, uh, I was very mm-hmm. re- rebellious, you know, but I also did very well at school. So it's kind of a yep. interesting because they both want to expel me, but I was also the best student. So it's kind of confusing. You can't mm-hmm. expel the best student, you know, uh, but yep. I didn't know, uh, I didn't, I knew what I didn't want, but I didn't know what I wanted. You know, so at okay. age 20, 21, I decided to quit school. Because I read there are a lot of successful people who didn't go to school. <laughs> so I said, I don't go to uni. <laughs> Fuck that. Yep. And, uh, and, and I said, leave. Uh, I said, leave and I tried to start a business. When, when you start a business, uh, back then I must have missed the other parts about the stuff about business, apart from just quitting mm-hmm. school. You know, you need yep. leadership, skills, sales, marketing, a whole bunch of things. I had none, I yes. zero. You know, you start a okay. business, I made money for the first three months, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then afterwards, everything dried up, you know, and, and I spent the okay. next uh, seven, eight years just struggling, you know, so it was a really mm-hmm. hard time making only a few hundred dollars a month. So very often I ate yeah. one meal a day. It's not fun, not fun at all. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. it wasn't until I found my mentor, Marshall, everything changed. Along the way, I learned stuff about dating, relationships. I worked with, uh, I was a copywriter for dating coaches, uh, etc. Oh. Work, work with okay. some of the top folks uh, uh, in the world with regards to mindset, Navy SEALs, etc. And that has put me in oh. a very interesting space to know stuff about uh, all three of these things, which I hope to share mm-hmm. with people today. Today, we run a multi-million dollar company. We train some mm-hmm. of Asia's top marketers, speakers, and also uh, salespeople. And uh, and mm-hmm. it's a good time. It's a, it's a wonderful time. Wow, awesome, awesome. I mean, like, uh, you know, usually when we go through the whole Regacy show, we will always be talking step-by-step process on 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 you know how you got into this entrepreneurship and all this kind of stuff but today we're going to twist it a little because just now you actually mentioned about you being copywriter for dating and uh relationship coaches right yeah. and also at the same time i believe you were also once a dating coach am yeah. i right to say that because so, of your... i was pretty involved in the field from 2009 all the way to 20 no 2008 2009 it was it was a few years ago for three three or four years or something that i did on a pretty full-on basis mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. I, 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 wow. Okay. So, you know, when we talk about dating, right? Like what Peng Jun actually had said about dating is something like, um, sales and sales is also like pick up, right? In a sense. And I, 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 w- I wanna like, uh, wanna ask you, right? You know, like in, in dating, okay. The guy or the girl have to sell, okay. They have to sell high price okay to the targeted audience okay which is like uh the guy that they love or the girl that they love mm. right and um I- i'm just curious right you know these guys during COVID 19 they are single or these girls they're single they want to meet up with these people they are not gonna just they are not gonna do hookups okay they're just they just want to like you know meet this pe- person go out on a date right so how do you get a date okay with this person that you are interested in especially during this period of time <laughs> that, is a, <laughs> that is a that is a most uh, interesting first question i've ever been asked on any other podcast i've ever done <laughs> how, how how do you get dates during COVID 19 okay so let's talk about yeah things, uh, first thing first, yes uh, uh the, the first key is you mentioned something about dating being high high ticket selling i disagree 
It is not true. Oh. See, so so I'll so okay. cover a few things. Uh, it is it is not true. A lot of people like like to relate that. Uh, it is not exactly because the reason okay. it is not high high ticket selling is because you see the the whole business angle. There's some elements it relates over the dating, but at, at the same time, uh, dating is more than just doing marketing and, and stuff like that. You know, there's it's okay. it, it, it's a lot more. It's a lot more. Uh, so so I want to redefine that. Let's take a look at what dating okay. really is. The fundamental sure. of, of, of dating is less to do with sales than to do with whether a person is a good fit. But before you can okay. find people a good fit, you must understand yourself. You know, uh, that's that's yeah. the one area that where people fail at, both men and okay. women. If you don't really okay. understand yourself, then you cannot decide if a person is a good fit. Uh, so okay. let's all backtrack and take a look at what kind of person you are. So what constitutes a strong identity, both as a male and a female? And well, it's a clear understanding of the type of person you are, the values mm -hmm. you stand for, the vision yep. you want to get towards, uh, what kind of things mm -hmm. are important to you, what kind of life you want to be, etc. Most people, unfortunately, have no understanding of what these are. So therefore, they just operate based on their hormones and based on how horny they are or who is available or how lonely okay. they are. You know, so if you have no okay. idea of uh, who you are and you're just feeling lonely, then, you know, the cute girl or the cute guy next door seems like a good idea. Uh, except mm -hmm. once you True. get together, you suddenly realize, oh, no, why do I have uh, some of the behaviors are not quite in line with who I am. And then, you know, you yeah. think it's quarrel and, you know, you, you think it's all that. But, uh, but fundamentally, it went down to a lack of self-understanding. And okay. therefore, if you don't understand yourself, you are very likely to choose the wrong person. Now, let's take a look. So first, you, are, you understand yourself. Now that you understand yourself, the second thing is I think it's very important to understand. And this is the one thing you never hear from anybody. This is why I say it's so different from just high ticket sales. You see, you understand what it means to both be a woman and be a man. I think it's very, very crucial. That is the most understated yeah. thing in the whole of dating. You see, first you understand yourself. That's you, Grayson, as a, as a human being. That then you need to understand what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. You know, I, I know yeah. kind of, uh, right now there's a lot of confusing messages out there for men on what it means to be a man and for women on what it means to be a woman. The media, the companies uh, oftentimes try to influence what this perception is. And when you let companies influence that, uh, you basically, when you let companies influence that, it's never good for you because they insert yep. their product, their frames right into mm -hmm. the conversation. It's like, hey, Victoria's Secrets equals a woman. It's like, you know, you, you see right there, they inserted their inserted yep. product placement right there. And they and, and you never want to do that. So let's take a look at yep. what, what, what it means to be a man and some of the messages right now. Men mm -hmm. are confused, right? We have a lot of uh, males, not men, males today that are still boys. You, you know, you could be 35 yeah. and 40 and still be a boy. So what constitutes mm -hmm. man? I think uh, every male watching this should really dive in and uh, really take a look. Be yeah. Being a man, right? So here are what people think is a man. You sleep with a lot of women. You're a man. You have a lot of money. You're a man. Your muscles are very big. You're a man. Your dick is huge. You're a man. You have uh, you own a lot of property. You're a man. You know, you're True. very, uh, you, you, st you stand there, you shout, you're loud. You know, you're a leader. You're a man. That's what we all yeah. constitute. Oh, he has a lot of chicks around him. Right. He drives nice cars. He's a man. That's what mm -hmm. we all society movies have brainwashed us into thinking whether we are men. So basically, we make yeah. less of money, you're less of a man. That's not true. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these things we said are all exterior things. Now, yep. the challenge of exterior things and defining manhood based on that is the moment I remove it, there goes your manhood. You see, if a car yeah. equals being a man, then what if uh, I take away your car, then you're less of a man? You see, that's not very good. <laughs> Correct. Not good. Mm -hmm. And you have already noticed or not smart enough to understand that these are all product placements. You know, yes. <laughs> they tell you wear this watch because you're a man. <laughs> you know, that's some sneaky marketing right there. So that's not mm -hmm. good. Now, if you're going to dive into what constitutes a man, what really constitutes mm -hmm. a man, take a look at some masculinity studies, you realize that what it means to be a true alpha, right? A lot of people think 
what does it mean to be alpha male? Oh, muscles are big, you dominate people. No, a true alpha, if you look at the animal kingdom, a true alpha, if you look at the history of you know leaders who are great, takes care of people. They're considerate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they take care for people. <laughs> you know, they yeah. take care of the tribe. <laughs> They're not just people who are loud and obnoxious and swear a lot, you know. So people get get the idea wrong. A true alpha take, takes care of people. You have the father who, who's a true alpha and you know he comes back, you know, he takes care of the family. Sometimes, sometimes a little bit of sacrifice, or sometimes a huge sacrifice to himself. He's responsible. Yep. <laughs> He's responsible. Yes. You know, an alpha is not a person that just sleeps around and now, all right, cool, you're pregnant, bye. An alpha is responsible. Alpha takes yes. care of people. An alpha, right. you know, has goals and visions. An alpha coaches and raises and empowers people. If you have a person right there that puts people down, that's not really an alpha, right? That's an insecure person. Mm -hmm. You see, yep. so all these traits I advise people to go and read on what it means to really be a man. At the same time, I love if women can go out there and study and go and read about what it means to be a woman. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. don't understand. We have a we have feminist culture, and those people come in with their own agenda, telling you that women should be this. Then you have companies going, no, a good a woman is a you know they, they need to be this shape, and if you're anything bigger than that, then you're basically an ugly woman. You let a company define. <laughs> if you yeah, really yeah. at what femininity means, what masculinity means, all of a sudden you understand. You see, fundamentally yeah. we're hardwired. If you're a street yeah. person, to look for if you're a guy to look for a girl, a mm -hmm. girl to look for a guy. Now it's very yeah. hard to find a girl. If you don't even know who you are as a man, you know, so you're going to attract basically confused women because you just as confused. Confusion attracts co confusion. You kind of see. So if you mm -hmm. want to have a great relationship, number one, understand yourself. Number two, understand. Don't be understanding women first. That was one of the great mistakes people made in dating. They always want to understand women. They always want to do something to the woman. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> understand what it means yeah. to be you. Then understand what it means to be a man. Now, later on, if you understand women, that's amazing. Uh, but all, but then the third thing you want to do when it comes to dating, right? I'm trying to, to go right from the fundamentals to answer your question. The third thing yeah, when, sure. when it comes to dating is to examine some of the space that you have, the, that you come from. The okay. one challenge for men when it comes to dating that really inhibits their ability to attract the kind of woman they want is unresolved, mm -hmm. uh, unresolved conflict they have with a woman in their lives. Maybe a sister, you have a mother, and you are just have mm -hmm. some issues with your mother. If you have an issue with your mother, your dating life is fucked, okay? Because why? Because she okay. was the first woman you encountered. So you have anger, outrage, disgruntlement, just unresolved issues with your mom. It's going to come out in some very unpleasant ways. It is absolutely critical uh, that, yeah. that we begin the conversation having mm -hmm. a good, healthy relationship with women. I'm not saying women are perfect, but women are amazing. Women yeah. are great. You see, having the right frames of what having a woman, what women are, are critical. They are very yeah. often guys that want a beautiful girl to cover mm -hmm. up for their insecurity. They want to have that girl around yeah. there because they feel that with that girl, they are more of a man. That goes down to some unresolved issues from your childhood, maybe from your first girlfriend, and definitely with your mother. If you have mm -hmm. that kind of issues, you're just going to cycle. You're just going to cycle and loop. The relationships are not going to last. The girl's going to break up with you. You're going to find someone else that kind of reminded you of the first one. It's just going to loop. You're going to get 13 girlfriends, basically all the same pattern because you have a flaw mm -hmm. and, a, and a challenge. If you find yourself dating constantly and going through just go after go after go and they all look like the the same one before you have a loop you have an issue inside and a girl fix you need to fix your shit. that is ultra yeah. critical you know so why then okay. the next thing, apart from understanding that is ask yourself why you want to go in your life like like mm. why oftentimes okay. guys want goes in their life because they're lonely they're lonely yeah. or they're horny it's not very good <laughs> to, to have a go in, in your life yeah girls come come with work you know this is not not this is not a sex machine 
they come with mm -hmm. work, conversation, love, care, attention, you know, they, they, they come with work. And unless you're prepared to do that, probably shouldn't get a girl in your life. <laughs> if your life is mm -hmm. out of control, you know, fix your own shit. You don't want to introduce another person into your rubbish. You know, so yep, having some of these things are absolutely critical. You can see how far this is from just how do I get a girl? How do I get a date? You see, you know, you know yep. yourself. You know what it means mm -hmm. to be a man. You know, yep. why, no, why do you want to know? What, yep. what kind of life do you want? You know, uh, when you answer all of these questions, then it and you settle all these psychological stuff. Mm -hmm. The space you're in is a very healthy space. And and when okay. you're out of there, and I think the one thing that women can sense is when a man is emotionally well wired or is emotionally fucked. You see, mm -hmm. emotionally fucked or immature men say immature okay. things. And it's very clear from the few conversations that women see women are, are emotionally wired to sense this out very, very quickly. And, mm -hmm. and, and so if you immature or you don't have your shit together. They can tell in a few yeah. sentences. And okay. of course, they will then not reply. Uh, mm -hmm. So no amount of methods can cover up for that. Do I have methods that yeah. could cover up for that? Perhaps. But then sooner or later, once they meet you, it's going to be very evident. You, that's yeah. the thing. It's going to be very evident. So I always advise people to work on themselves first. When you work, work with themselves, then they have a clear understanding of what kind of goals they want. And when mm -hmm. they work, understand what kind of goals they want, they're able to relate to the goals in a certain way using passions, vision, commonalities, uh, fun, mm -hmm. uh, humor, who their yeah. own story, origin story, and, and many other things to connect mm -hmm. with the girl. And now it's an authentic connection, as opposed to a lot yeah. of things that we did pick up last time, which was a lot of method based, you know, just learn some funny little tricks here and there. <laughs> yeah. forget, those tricks run out very quickly when she needs you. And True. when she needs you and you are not as solid as you are, then there's disappointment, the whole thing falls apart. And frankly, it just sets everyone up for a very disappointing encounter. You know, uh, mm. because basically you're a fraud. You know, so the yep. best way to ensure that you get a true date is to not be a fraud. Is to fix everything that I mentioned so far, and you'll find that the whole relating to uh, someone of the opposite sex becomes authentic and easy. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, like uh, being authentic, being yourself is the most important stuff, as compared to you know just being like what always people always say, like all those gurus will say, being your best self. But if you don't even know what is best then how can you be your best self? You don't even know what's yeah. your basic self. How are you going to be your best self in a sense, right? So that's why it is very important for you to work on the mindset and go and understand more about yourself before you go and understand the goals and then go and date, go and meet them up, yeah. probably in Tinder or any, and anywhere else or even in your you workplace. See, the, the, the one yeah. thing is before we even talk about how do we meet girls, yeah. If you understand yourself mm -hmm. and you understand what space of life you're in right now, why mm -hmm. do you want to go? It definitely even influences what platform you use. Do you understand? Yeah. You see, Tinder is I a agree. great platform if you horny and she horny. <laughs> that is great. But you can use other yeah. platforms if you're looking for something else. But here's the thing. Most people have no idea what they're looking for. They're just lonely. <laughs> so they just yes. jump on and they're starting at the wrong place. You see, if mm -hmm. I'm looking, if I understand what kind of space I'm in, I'm not trashing Tinder. I mean, you know, the girls of Tinder, some of them just want to fuck. If you want to fuck, great. You know, and you're very clear that's what you want to do. You'll probably find somebody that agrees. But my yep. challenge is most people have no idea. They have no idea. And if you have no idea, you're going to set yourself up for failure. And you're going to set her up for failure also. You know, because, you know, mm -hmm. you, you just you confuse her. She gets confused. And this is going to be a nightmare situation. There's going to be a lot of fights, a lot of drama, and just not yeah. a lot of happiness either way. Okay. Yeah, this makes sense. This makes sense. Wow. So, wow. Okay. Cool. And you can cool, see cool. how that is a little bit different than just high ticket selling. 
You understand? It's it, it's a yeah. little bit a lot deeper than just hey, yeah, anyone want to feel in the form? You know, so it's a lot more. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I agree, I agree. Man, this this is this is good, man. This is solid advice for guys who are single and especially yeah, if you are. <laughs> this fight. Yeah, I guess that's why we are here. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's why we are talking not just about business. I know Vikas is very hungry for your business <laughs> mindset, for, for your business techniques as well, right? So he was saying about, guys, many of us are beyond dating days. Well, uh, I know that because you are beyond your dating days, but there are still some who are still dating. Um, there are still some who are pretty young uh, on this uh, platform. Like uh, both of us, we are about the same age <laughs> right and uh, you know you know what you know um this th this this is the thing that that i actually went through just a couple of months back and i believe a lot of you who have uh, been through this with me uh, in terms of like uh you know messaging me on the call with me and all this right and and i i am i am just curious right you know um uh, somehow or other, there are people who are being dumped during this yeah. process of COVID-19. Okay, some of you are being dumped. Okay, some of you have gone through this, and I believe many people, in fact, those that are watching right now that have gone gone through some relationship turmoils, or even uh, being dumped, or having a divorce as well, um, during this pandemic is pretty pretty painful especially when you guys have been together for more than five years six years or more than the deck more than a decade together and then suddenly it just boom just like that right so right now okay i'm i'm really curious right what should they do especially those being dumped okay or those going through a divorce right what should they be able to do right now in order to overcome this kind of situation? Okay, first of all, right, uh, I want to mention something you mentioned just now that needs like serious correcting. The first key okay. is no one is dumped during COVID-19. Uh-uh. Uh, no, COVID-19, okay. a bunch of people uh, sneezing and having the flu is not the reason for your relationship problems. Your relationship was for COVID-19, so that's the key. <laughs> Uh, because okay. some people okay. are stuck at home and having the best amazing relationship ever. So the first key yeah. is we ne must never blame COVID-19 uh, for mm -hmm. a relationship uh, failure. The relationship was fucked way before that. Now, it's usually fucked for two reasons. Yeah. Either the girl's okay. wrong, the guy's wrong, and very likely both of them are, are wrong, you know, uh, for each yeah. other in, in many ways. So yes. what do we do if we are dumped? Well, you must understand, what is being dumped? Uh, sometimes it could be a blessing, especially if you understand that both of you are not suitable for each other. You know, a dump is, a, is an ending of something that was never going to work out anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so it was sooner or later, you know. But yeah. you confuse, she confused, both of you confused. Uh, well, it should come to an end, you know. <laughs> this is not going to work out. So a dump yeah. is uh, the inevitable. Yes. That's the fundamental key. Now, what, what yeah. we do afterwards is that process that I just mentioned just now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it requires an inquisition, right? Inquisition okay. is when we sit down and, and we analyze. Now, number one, uh, why, why did this happen? Right? What yeah. what exactly caused this to happen? And very often you gotta look in the mirror and somebody do you. Now it's easy to say, oh man, I got the wrong girl. Uh, but at the same time, who brought her in? You. <laughs> so yeah. it's your issue. Yeah. Now, number yes. two, there are two kinds of things, mistakes you can get. You know. Uh, so number one, maybe we brought the girl wrong girl in. Uh, it's your fault. You found her, and you asked her to be with you. So it's your, it's your issue. Number two, she might yeah. have been the wrong girl, and you're fucked up. Uh, issues 
made her the wrong girl. <laughs> she turned into a crazy person. <laughs> That's you again. You know, so either way okay. you go, it's you. Uh-huh. So okay. very, very fundamentally, you, we need to look in the mirror and go, man, how am I create creating? What 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 do I do to create this situation? You know, uh, mm-hmm. how where, where does this come from? And if you yep. do that uh, dive, deep dive, you usually realize it comes to a few places. It's always something okay. in the past. Might be your first relationship. You know, sometimes where bad relationships are the first time they felt fall in love and they develop some frames there, you know, uh, members of the opposite sex. You know, maybe you got uh, cheated on the first time, maybe they have a good relationship. They start to generalize things like all women are evil, all women cannot be trusted, all men cannot be trusted. But the moment you yep. generalize this and you start to believe it, never ends, never ends in a good way. You see, so that's yep. the first key. Then if you look back also, it's always a relationship with, if you're a female, could be your father or your mother. And if you're a guy, it could be your mom or, or your dad. Mm-hmm. And that was, your, that was the first time you encountered any kind of advice or thoughts or filters or frames in relation to male-female relationships. Uh, it was yeah. just ask yourself, well, do your parents have a happy marriage? My parents, not exactly a very happy marriage. And that was where I started from. I observed two people uh, quarreling all, all the time. And when I was growing up, I developed an idea that, you know, Two people cannot be uh, happy together. Like, you know, a committed relationship is a bad idea. Now you can see yep. having that belief is going to end up not in a good space. You know, because that yep. was what I witnessed for a long amount of time. I had to fix that belief or else it wouldn't end up well. You know, so mm-hmm. that was something that I had to do. Uh, and, you know, the relationship you have with your parents are very critical. You know, so yep, if you are done, first of all, understand it didn't happen to COVID. It was inevitable. You know, sooner or later it will happen. Mm-hmm. And always understand you are probably responsible, you know. Even if she chased you, you accepted it. So, <laughs> <you're all. laughs> and, yep, and, yep, and yep. then you ask ask yourself about what what exactly caused this effort, and, uh, and then fix that so that fundamentally you can move forward. There are probably times yep. you need to heal. By healing, it just doesn't mean stop crying. By healing, it means you know fixing your fundamental issues. You know why? Because let's say you just cry, and then afterwards your friends come and cheer you up, or you go on Tinder, or coffee meets bagel, you meet another girl. Guess what? If you don't fix your issues. The same shit's gonna happen. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, Nathan, I serve as a, uh, I have a kind of a double or third, third job in this industry. A lot of speakers, <laughs> marketers tend to find me for dating advice. So I know a okay. lot of people's <laughs> interesting relationship <laughs> stories. Now I'll review okay. none of it. It'll stay private. And Definitely. But, uh, yep. but I can tell you very often, very often, very few of them ever go and deep dive and fix their internal issues. It's always more convenient to find another guy or find another girl. Uh, yep. Except, I have witnessed more than a few times where they find another guy or another girl in the next month or the next couple of months. And guess what? The same shit happens. Break up again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same story. It's like the same story, yep. a different face. And mm-hmm. it's like, and they come to me and I said, hey, man, it's got nothing to do with the girl, man. It's uh, everything to do with you. <laughs> so that's it. Yep. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, that's nice. That's nice. Wow. This this is this is this is very good and very useful for myself and all the other people that has gone through some turmoil in your relationship in your dating. Use this advice really well. And you know what, you guys who are, who just tune in or who are tuning in right now, please don't forget to get a pen and paper or notebook and write down as much notes as possible because this is the time where you get to get a lot of info from melvin himself and we have a lot of questions for him as well and if let's say you guys have any question for melvin do write it down in the comment section below and we are going to answer them live as well if time permits okay if time permits all right and um you know 
recently I have actually a guest um, who is a feng shui master. So yeah. he actually spoke with me about feng shui and numerology and how yeah. you know certain numbers matches with me and certain numbers don't match with me at all. Okay. Yeah. So I I just want to ask you right. Um, do you believe that this, in terms of feng shui or even numerology, can actually help you to determine who's your ideal date or person in life? Okay, so I think uh, it can give you some form of insights, but mm -hmm. I feel that you know it can give you some some form of insights. But at the end of the day, to rely on on that, you see, because when you're out meeting, let's say a girl on an app, or you meet yeah. someone live in the street. You know mm -hmm. how practical is it to go? All right, before we continue this conversation, can can I get a birth date? Uh, because uh, because right now I need a, a, a check. Okay. You know, because, uh, because you know, so it is not always the most practical thing to do. You, you yeah. know, and 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 the ability and oftentimes friendships connection happens in the most serendipitous way. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's a it's I, I'm not denying the efficacy of it. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that you have made friends before without knowing anything about their birth date before. I'm just saying. Yeah. You have made uh, friends, you have uh, interacted with people, you have gone to parties and a good conversation with someone. They had nothing to do with, uh, hey, can I get your birthday before I talk to you some more, right? Uh, <laughs> in yeah, fact, okay. you that, you'll probably mess up the entire interaction. You just need yeah. to understand. <laughs> do you, you kind of get you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, the one thing that works uh, eternally, more than just finding a mate, uh, finding mm -hmm. friends, finding partners, finding people in yeah. general, connecting, it's always understanding yourself. Mm -hmm. understanding what you want and discovering people that are a good fit if you yeah. don't know who you are so do you see you know, the key is if you're going to use all this numerology stuff right you see the, it goes yeah. back to the simple principle before you do the numerology on other people because once again if always the principle is i want to discover about someone else so that i can fit them or fix them it's always mm -hmm. a bad idea if you want to use numerology feng shui any kind of uh you know, uh, personality system use it on yourself first <laughs> so you discover yeah. your strength uh, so you discover okay. your weaknesses. You discover who yeah. you are. And from that space, you're always going to get a lot more success. Then if you use it and go and say, all right, cool, I'm going to fix this person. I want to find out about this person. You know, always you use it on yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, and and to, to add on to that, I mean, like, you know, if you don't know what kind of person you are and you, you just think that, oh, just based on a certain number and that number due to the birth date, is who you're supposed to be with hey what if the other number that you're not supposed to be with is the one for you right in a sense okay so that's why for all of you that's tuning in right now there's no 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 such thing as uh, me trying to put put negative energy onto this uh, you know numerology or anything nope nothing against that i we have no nothing against that it's just that probably you can use it for like what melvin has mentioned use it for insights use it for for just a knowledge base and then after that as you go along the way during your dating journey you can look at which girl that you're you you are really more comfortable with and then you probably can get to hang yeah. out even more and and get to get to talk more rather than you know just um based on numbers and oh okay you're, you don't fit my number okay i'm number four yeah. you're, num you're number 10 no we can't be together oh i'm number four you're number two close but uh, i don't think we yeah. still fit yeah. you know so so yeah so this this is something that i i believe you know it's it's really really true that what you've mentioned earlier yeah. 
it, it just rings in my in my my mind and my heart that you know we we just can't base on you know um astrology zodiac and to see yeah. whether are we meant to be together uh can you imagine if let's say i'm a virgo and the, the girl is a is a leo and then the person say oh because i'm a leo i'm more dominant and yeah you are not really you know fitting based on the horoscope and all this kind of stuff then it, it just spoils the whole whole dating scene in a sense yeah. right and, and it won't be fun in, in my opinion and and um i'm just want to ask you right you know just now as we were mentioning about relationships and all how do we ensure that the relationship is fulfilling and even meaningful for both of both parties because oh, oh. Um, every relationship that's definitely lasts there's definitely the, the what they call this the eros and and all the other all the other stuff like in terms of like uh brotherly love or, or the friendship and all this kind of stuff um how can we make it meaningful especially when they are together for many years for example awesome awesome so then let's take a look at they have edit basically you're asking me a very simple question which is how how are they have a happy satisfying relationship uh yeah well first and foremost uh you know and you mentioned uh, last and eros and you know good sex does help a relationship but it's not the uh, the, the defining thing about relationship that's why i kind of left the dating uh, industry also because uh the dating industry was very heavy on how to get a girl uh, you know, similarly for girls, some of them are very uh, big on how to get the guy. But, uh, you know, yeah. getting is uh, the kind of start, <laughs> not the end. You know, yeah. uh, after you get them, uh, you know, and all the dating books seem to be very skimpy. Uh, they remember the good old pickup literature, right? A 300-page book, 290 pages were on uh, <laughs> how to get a girl. And then the last three pages yeah. were like, all right, cool. So have a happy relationship. You're on your own. Oh, uh, well, that's not very good. You know, it's yep, like, I agree. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's like getting a, uh, it's like getting just some some equipment or anything. Just just the moment you procure that, it's a start. Yep. You know, it's not yet. So yeah. mm -hmm. something we all need, need to understand. So how exactly you have a good relationship, right? First and yeah. foremost, finding the right person is critical. Okay. Uh, we just I, I want to reiterate that one more time. If you have no idea who you are and you find a hot girl or a hot guy and they mm -hmm. they just as confused as you, it's gonna be a shit relationship. No amount of dead therapy, which are band aids, are gonna cover up for how shit this is. Okay, so mm -hmm. sooner yeah. or later, it's going to end in drama. They're going to quarrels, dumping, cheating, and what the fuck you can think of uh, because these two people are not happy together. Okay, so let's just yeah. cut that out. So let's suppose yeah. you are self-aware and you're self-aware as a man, you're self-aware as a person. She, she's yeah. uh, self-aware as a, as, as a woman and self-aware as a human being, right? How mm -hmm. exactly do you make it exciting? Number one, you want to be growing together. You, know, you either grow together or you grow apart. You know, growing doesn't yeah. mean uh, you can do your stuff. I can do my stuff. We go and eat at a food court on fucking weekends and watch a movie. It's not growing. Growing means I'm becoming, I'm actively pursuing my visions, passions, becoming a better person. And mm -hmm. hopefully you find somebody who's on the same path as you and they are growing in their passions, in their uh, visions, and they're becoming a better person. And here's the funny thing, you know, as both of you grow, you can support each other on a growth path. That's exciting, yeah. right? Yes. This is far more and far different than, hey, you want to go to Thailand for another holiday? Those are some superficial <laughs> shit, you know. There's only so much shit yeah, and yeah. coconut juice you can sip before you do yeah. get real sick, you know. If you're just yeah. uh, based a relationship around doing cool shit together, uh, mm -hmm. that's basically a travel buddy. There's not really a relationship. Makes sense. Yeah, a lot of people find sense. travel buddies. You know, if you want to find a fuck and travel buddy, then that's cool. But it's not really a relationship. You know, you just need to call it what it is. So ideally, you want to find somebody who's on the same same journey, uh, who's yeah. on that journey. You can support them. They can support you, and it's good. Because then the conversations have greater depth. The next thing is you want to, to be in a place where both of you, uh, a good relationship is where both of you are committed, apart from growth, is both, both of you are committed to 
both of you are committed to connect and and to communicate to speak to discuss things openly and freely you know a, a bad relationship is one see reason the word conflict right sometimes people quarrel in in a relationship and they think it's a bad thing you know sometimes there are a little bit of tears and sometimes people get get a little bit upset i happen to think it's a very good thing uh, yeah, because yeah. A, good, a, a good conflict allows people to understand uh, each other a little bit well you know uh yeah. because most of the time the opposite of good conflict is one way suppressed you know they, they pull a foul face you go over there they don't say a single word and they get really yeah. upset and then, uh, then you yeah. ask them are, are, are things okay and they're like yeah it's fine then you can see it's not fine but sooner or later suppressed feelings lead to uh just angst it doesn't lead to a happy place but if they are able yeah. to open up and you're able to open up and you're able to discuss some of these issues in a, in a healthy mm -hmm. manner you know maybe something yeah. you do is very annoying to them or something they do is very annoying to you but you're able to work it out then eventually you can move forward so openness is very important same path right we're same path you're growing we are open and able to talk about these kind of things and the last one uh you know on, on, that was the last one but one of the other things is an open conversation about sex you see the thing about sex is that everybody thinks that uh you know sex is one of the least spoken about things ever you know everyone just uh you know <laughs> parents don't really okay. tell it's about it you know people yep. don't want to talk about it even in a relationship people don't want to talk about it because they have shame look man sex is the most intimate thing you can do with another person what do you give a straight yeah. you know it's a uh, it's yep. already opening up yourself and and doing it with somebody uh doing connecting with another person in a very intimate way if you don't ever want to talk about it what you like what you don't like what you want to explore as actually you don't want to open up and share about this this is going to lead to bad, bad sex you know they want something yep. they don't tell you you want something you don't tell them then at the end of the day <laughs> you fucking the same old way it's not good yeah you know, they get yep. bored they find somebody else you get bored <laughs> i don't know a lot knows what fuck you do you know so yep. that's what i think so yep. you, you open up and share on these things then it's going to lead to a very satisfying uh, relationship the ability to go the same path the ability yeah. to open and conflict positively conflict mm -hmm. positively that is one of the skills that few few people know how to do how, how we can how, how we can voice our displeasure but in a constructive manner versus in a disruptive yeah. manner. and the next one if, if you're going to be intimate you know in, in ways of connection you know sexually mm -hmm. or any other ways that, that you desire uh, the ability to share hey this is what i like this is what you like uh, you know and the ability to support each other because when we yeah. are open up and and our partner does the best to give us pleasure and vice versa then it really deepens mm -hmm. the relationship you know uh, yeah, be quiet uh, now what are the killers of a relationship number one yeah. they're not on the same path the moment you see two people not not on the same path you know it's factory you know it's 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 done if you want growth and she doesn't want growth this relationship is doomed. the moment that happens you are doomed. You're, yep. you're, you're doomed. why because three years from now yeah. you're gonna grow she's not gonna grow now she's gonna feel like date wait you're gonna start going oh shit i know i carry this thing around sooner or later <laughs> it, it, it's gonna die so it's very simple yep. you can see there's nothing to do with looks man looks are really yep. short term now if they're not interested in growth if their idea of a good time is getting mm -hmm. drunk and wasted and partying till they die and your idea of a good time is taking seminars and growing this yep. is not going to end up well okay now it's cool if it's a short-term relationship the sex might be great yep. but it's not going to end up well this story has a as a sad ending that's the first key number two if you see people fight and they are insistent on being correct right mm. i am right you got to do it my way okay you know you are wrong or you know that relationship is yep. fucked they are just it's not going to go well no one wants to compromise no one here they're fucked then the third thing yep. is if if none of them really they're embarrassed about intimacy you know that relationship is fucked. It's absolutely fucked because uh because uh it's not gonna be intimate. It's gonna be horrible, and sooner or later it's not gonna happen. And, <laughs> Wait, uh, you mean you mean they are embarrassed about intimacy? Yeah, what what you know, what, if, know. what what if uh, this sensitive topic, right? What if this sensitive topic in terms of religion comes into place? Because religion 
some of them, them they are religious and then they say okay according to the bible according to the quran according to whatever you know it says that oh we cannot have sex during uh during this uh, relationship oh, before the simple, marriage. yeah the simple thing is they need to sit down and have that conversation so both parties okay. are, are are gonna align uh the, the key is when one person feels a certain way but they don't tell the other person right yeah. i'm not saying everybody needs to have sex before marriage or after marriage i just your sexual preferences are your after own them. but a conversation yeah. needs to happen you know because okay. if, it, if it doesn't get addressed you got one person on a different page than the other person it's going to lead mm -hmm. to upset it's going to lead to jealousy it's going to lead to weird strange feelings and emotions inside it's yep. never a happy outcome you know and there's opposite of intimacy intimacy is when we are both connected in a deep way coming mm -hmm. in together you know so if yep. you're not even willing to talk about sex i mean lord we're not intimate we are far apart <laughs> you see <laughs> you want something are you not gonna share, share with me this is this is not gonna end well it's gonna end badly yeah yep. and just like uh fatima is actually saying selfishness is killing any feelings in a relationship as well which is true i mean like if you're very selfish don't think about the girl don't think about the guy probably high chance it's gonna be fucked. the relationship is gonna be fucked yeah. as well and also at the same time my way or the highway is no way as well like what thomas actually mentioned which is true I mean, like, uh, if both parties don't give in and, and don't give and take, in a sense, right, then all the more the relationship will go down the drain, be it uh, you want to go to, probably you want to go to zoo, but then they want to go zook, then all the more you can't go to that uh, that same yeah, direction right. that they want. And also at the same time, right, you know, um, being in a relationship is not easy uh, because when a lot of them always said that you is just you two but in fact it's not just you two it's about the family okay so what 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 constitutes to to a a broken relationship probably it could be due to from what i what i've um, been through okay what i've what i've experienced and what i've what i've read and all is that um the family is pretty broken and probably they did not really fixed it they did not really go and uh give the right or uh, probably a better perspective of relationship and dating to the kid so they got all the mixed messages and they started yeah. to rebel they started to say okay daddy mommy wants me to go out with a nice guy but i don't want i want to go out with a bad boy i want to go and experience have fun i want to have the thrill i want to have the, all this kind of stuff or uh the the good guy wants to go out with the bad girl oh this girl smokes and with a lot of tattoo and not being stereotypical over here i haven't finished right uh, and she's they are always very rude to other people and they always you know uh they are always uh self-centered narcissistic and all this kind of stuff then and this guy is like you know the good guy but always want to rebel and want to go go and uh you know go and do all this kind of stuff funny stuff and learn all the uh, all the pick up and apply them rather than you know dating relationship and all this kind of stuff i believe this this also constitutes to a, a very negative relationship. What do you say? Uh, well, I think at the end of the day, David reason is goes back to everything I mentioned early on. You know, most relationships fail not because of two parties. You see, no one ever comes into a relationship uh, together. They they come in and they bring with them their own baggage, right? If, if you yep. date a girl with ten boyfriends before and she grew up in a broken home, well, you you're, you're dating girl plus ten boyfriends and broken home. And you know, broken. You, you, yep. you understand? 
So, you, so she carries all of that with her. Now, if she yeah. you who had three bad relationships and, and you know, all, all three of them were, were terrible, uh, guess what? She, that's what she's getting involved in. Also. Does that kind of make sense? So, so, uh, sense. so at the end of the day, everyone needs to have that. But here's the thing also, right? You don't want to go in a relationship and tell another person, hey, I think you're fucked up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> qualified that before. Uh, but here's yeah. the thing, right? What mm-hmm. can you do to fix this? Number one, you always want to begin with yourself. Always understand. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. chosen after someone, the reflection of all your thoughts, your feelings, everything you've gone through. Hopefully, you've done yeah. the process, understand yourself, become a better person. Now, mm-hmm. and hopefully, there's a reason why you're choosing this particular person. Now, if you are yeah. speaking from the other standpoint, how can you support your partner if they have gone through a lot or so? Yes, you can support mm-hmm. your partner not by telling them how messed up they are. You can support your partner by demonstrating that you are fixing you. You're willing yep. to listen, willing to support, you're willing to talk things through, you're willing to do yep. so in a supportive, encouraging fashion, and you're not there to put her down, you're supposed to honor and respect her or him or wh- yep. whoever you, you, you're dating. Usually when yep. you're able to do that, and you're able to help them see the light in a different yep. way, in a supportive way, if they have never had a supportive uh, frame before, usually that leads to a better outcome. You know, okay. uh, unable to do that unless you're able to do that for yourself first. That's a yes. critical thing. You see, unless okay. you're willing to change yourself, a lot of people want to buy dating books on how to fix their partner. Just like a lot of parents want to buy da- uh, parenting books on how to fix the child. Hey, hello. Mm. You are the leader in the house. If your child is fucked, you are the reason. You are yes, right. <laughs> you know, so, so people always want to be fixing people, but they never want to look in the mirror. Uh, I think usually uh, most of the answers you find, or most of the issues you find, are you. <laughs> Yep, I agree. I agree. Wow, this this is really solid content on dating relationships itself. Okay, so for all of you that are tuning in, go and listen to the audio in a in probably in the next few days. This will be out. It will be out on Spotify, iTunes, and and other other major podcast platform. Go and listen. Or if you want to watch the replay on Facebook, go ahead. If you want to watch the replay on LinkedIn, go ahead. It's live right now. Okay. Whichever platform that you are tuning in, thank you for your support. And you know what? We have come to the end of dating, okay? In, in a sense, okay? Because we have spoke a lot, like, man, 45 Ooh. minutes of dating. <laughs> wow. It's, it's just like as if you just went through a dating course with Melvin So. <laughs> thank you. Okay? How many heads? Right. You're dating yes. now, now you get mindset, now you get marketing. Sure, that's great. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so now I I just wanna wanna backtrack a little back and the at the time when you actually said that you know you actually started your own career as a dating coach. Then after that you transition transition to what you what you're doing right now slowly and surely to what you are doing right now. Okay, but I I I'm I'm just curious, right? How did your journey of entrepreneurship actually got started? Like, was this something you've always wanted to do because i believe not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur some wants to be a pilot some wants to be a doctor some wants to be an actor some wants to be a nurse some wants to be you know whatever occupation there are out there in the whole wide world yeah but what about you was this something that you've always wanted to do yeah, so uh, I mean, the other reason, so uh, I mean, the long and short is when, when, when I was growing up, uh, I had very good grades, right? So I was actually part of yeah. a stream of uh, students uh, in Singapore where most of my classmates uh, went overseas. They got oh. government scholarships and, and, and okay. went overseas. Yes, uh, 
I'm a very smart dude. <laughs> but, but then I chose to quit because at that point of time, I, I was a rebel. If I said, I, I don't want to do this. Uh, I don't want to listen to rules anymore. So I want to come and do my own thing. So I'm not sure yeah. if I chose an entrepreneur as much as I chose not to follow the system. You know, so so okay. I say, okay, cool. I, I don't want, I don't want to listen to all of these uh, people tell me what to do. So therefore, okay. I quit school. When I quit school, I had to come out and start a business. You know, yeah. and the entire journey was uh, difficult. Like, it was very, very, very difficult because mm-hmm. even if you completed business school. Yeah, a lot of people don't automatically know how to start a business. Business school yeah. prepares most people to get a job. It's kind of ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree. With you. I agree. With you. Job. So the, yeah. the the journey of entrepreneurship really there are things that you can learn, but you never mm-hmm. know that you're actually doing it. I think this is yeah. that's the funny thing, right? I compare the fighting. I box now, and I can tell you that most of the time the training of boxing where you hit the bags, you hit the pads. You train on your mm-hmm. skills. It's very different when you're actually fighting. You know why? Yep. Because people don't respond the way a bag does. <laughs> <laughs> you yep. understand? So entrepreneurship yes. is not theory. People don't respond that way according to the yep. book. They're all supposed to do this, this. Uh, hello, most of them don't behave like this. Therefore, yep, it's unpredictable. You know, it's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You never know what works. You know, it's not theory. So that's yep. key. It's definitely not theory because I mean like, those people who are teaching in the school of business, for example, okay, I'm not talking about Marshall Turber level, but in terms of polytechnic or IT, usually, okay, many of them are actually probably scholars or teachers that went through NIE or they, they went through certain certain course in, in their life and they came out to be a teacher of business. Or maybe a handful of them are actually a business owner and they came to the school to give back to the school and to teach in terms of business or or whatsoever but it's all theory based on what moe or or whichever organization and institution wants the student to learn about business and uh, i i i i'm just curious right you know a lot of times right so many of us always believe that oh we listen to this uh, person or that or we we see how our classmates have evolved into a business owner or or even like a, a teacher or whatever and they also want to be the same as them because you know they follow the pact somehow or rather right but um I, i'm 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 just uh really curious as well in in this in this thing whereby how does one know their purpose and what they are meant to do? Okay, uh, I, I think the first key, uh, you know, you obviously know a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, here's the thing, you can never know, right? People try to do everything they can mm-hmm. to not fail. You know, everyone wants to, you know why a lot of people like take seminars recently? Because they don't want to go out there and actually do the real fucking thing. So they okay. hopefully, you know, so I, I'm not saying you always just want to learn by experience, but sometimes you do. You know, how do you know you like football? You, what, what, what fucking seminar can help you discover whether you like football? Not you got to kick the ball. You kick <laughs> yeah, the ball a few yeah. times, you decide, you see. You know. So sooner or yeah. later, I mean, what is your purpose? You got to go and do, do a few things. You know, you might take a course or two, uh, dive into some questions, 
Dive in some mm -hmm. core values, vision, that, that might help. Yep. But sooner yep. or later, you really discover when you combine both that kind of theoretical things and exercises and actually just going out there. Maybe you like carpentry, you go out there, you you uh, you know, you start fucking sawing wood and then after suddenly you're like, yeah, I like this shit. It's kind of cool, right? So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people these days, they want to lead their life virtually. They don't want to go out there and do some things. And when, when you do yep. it, you know, you know, at the start, I didn't know whether I like boxing. So you know what I did? I went for three trial lessons. <laughs> and I quite, quite, quite like it, you know. I wanted yep. to quit if I didn't like it. You know, now yep. I wasn't good. But after I did trial lessons, I was like, you know what? I kind of enjoy this. It's pretty cool. So sometimes yep. you go out there and give it a shot. You know, uh, you, yep. you got to give a shot. You're willing to do un uncomfortable things. Uh, and, and that can help you discover what your purpose is. You start to discover a little bit about what you like and what you dislike. Now, the second yep. area you want to discover in terms of purpose mm -hmm. is let's take a look at what the meaning of purpose is. The purpose, mm -hmm. the meaning of purpose is a function. Like, for example, yep. the purpose of this mouse is to make it easy to click. The purpose of your mm -hmm. headphones, the reason is to help you hear. Now, yep. every human being has a purpose which is a function. Which is reason, yep. what, what is reason's function? What does reason exist on earth to do in mm -hmm. service of his humankind, in service of his fellow man? It, so, we need to take a look at that. Because that, then the moment you start thinking like this, as opposed to, oh, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? You start thinking, okay, what's my function? Who put me here? And what am I supposed to do with my time called life here? Then suddenly you, yeah. you start looking at things from a different angle. Am I here to inspire? Am I here to educate? Am I here to serve? Am I, what, what am I here to do? Right? What is my function? Like a drill. What is a drill's function? I think that was okay. You know, I think a lot of people are not thinking in terms of that. They're just going, what is my purpose? No, man. Hey, just what is your function? in relation to your fellow men. You know, I think yep. then you will really recover that. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Thomas has a very beautiful question, and that is, can we have more than one inner purpose? I mean, like, uh, there are certain people who are doing doing multiple stuff as well. Does that mean that's their inner, extra I inner purpose? If you dive in, you usually find that no, purpose unifies eventually. The ways of expressing it differ. Right. So, for mm -hmm. example, uh, so I, I I do a couple of things. I, I have several uh, projects that I do. Right. Okay. I, I like helping kids. I like uh, you no. Know, I teach uh, the folks at X Factor on how to have a breakthrough. I do a mastermind yep. with my buddy Ken. These look like separate things, but they're really the same thing. You know, it leads us to a unified mission and a purpose, which is to mm -hmm. help the top people, the very very best people, be able to achieve a breakthrough so they can go on and help other people. So you yep. see, my purpose and my unifying uh, mission is very simple. The ways of expression are very different. Mm -hmm. And so the ways of expression can always differ. But if you really dive deep, you find that your purpose is uh, more often than not singular. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's more, more often singular. Just that you're doing multiple stuff, but then they have a sole purpose of what you're doing and serving the the audience or the people, the target audience or the people that 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 you know are supporting you, helping you to grow as a person and, and etc. And uh, Thomas, I hope this answers your question very well. And uh, yeah, this 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 totally makes sense. This totally makes sense, and th th this is amazing. And you know, um, while you are actually, um, I would say discovering yourself, right? Because you were actually a rebel, okay? You, you like to do things that's uncomfortable, uncomfortably fun for you in a sense. And also at the same time, I, I know that, you know, you, you actually went through a tough period of time. 
right? So can you share with us what was the number one challenge that you faced during your journey of discovering yourself? Uh, I think my, my greatest challenge was, you know, uh, I, I didn't know a process. Uh, I had no idea of a process. I didn't know how to go about it. I knew what I don't want. Uh, discovering what you want is uh, often a very different thing. And even if you have a process, it takes time. It takes time mm-hmm. to go out there, do something, not like it, fail, experiment. You know, so I wouldn't say yeah. it, was, uh, it was tough. I would say it just took time. And there's still a lot okay. of things that I like or didn't enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. it took me refinement, experience, hard knocks, in order to kind of find what I wanted to do. You know, but yeah. my, my thoughts for everyone watching is uh, if you stick to it, eventually you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Cool. Yep, I, I agree. I mean, like, uh, this is this is all about the process, man. I mean, like Gary V always say, enjoy the process while you are trying to get shit done and trying to figure out your shit. You better go and do some things and see whether does it work for you. If it doesn't, move on, right? So, yeah. wow, I agree, I agree. And uh, then while you are actually going through this process of discovering yourself, you failed a few times, I believe, and especially went through uh, the dark phases of dating. And then after that, you go through, you know, the um, series of time where you are trying to figure out which business is really something that will serve you and your people and the audience that, that has now created a huge amount of supporters in your coaching services and, and, and etc. as well, together with your buddy as well, right? How do you actually find the inspiration to overcome all this stuff? All these setbacks, challenges, negativity? I think the most important thing recently is I wish there was something a bit more uh, dramatic. But you must understand, you know, uh, we live in Singapore and I had no uni degree. I've been hungry for seven to eight years. Uh, I didn't oh. go to uh, polytechnic, so I didn't have a diploma. So I was technically unemployable, you know. So, oh. I mean, I, I wish it was something as profound as, uh, you know, I felt this sudden calling from the Lord. No, man, I, <laughs> I was just desperate to succeed. I was like, you know, I'm, you know yeah. my friends are driving cars, they're having families. I'm here eating one meal a day. You know, I mean, this sucks. So I was really yep. hungry to succeed. I was really hungry yep. to achieve. And mm-hmm. I was very far away from my dreams. So frankly, anyone that had any kind of solution that was credible, I would have taken up. I think it was the mm-hmm. birth of, of the hunger and the drive to succeed. Right now, the hunger and drive is, you know, I have, a, I have a unique opportunity now to make a really huge impact. And it's exciting, you know. Not yep. having something, I mean, you're driven by desperation. But now you have something and there's a chance to, do some amazing work. Me, you're driven by inspiration. And mm-hmm. it's very, very different. Yep, I agree. I agree. When when you are driven by your purpose and inspiration, man, things will just flow. Not that 100% everything goes smoothly, easily, but at least, you know, there are certain things that you really enjoy doing and you are impacting so many people and it gives you that joy, the fulfillment, that meaning in your life. And man, I, I really kudos, you know, kudos to you and your buddy and also at the same time, your efforts in building yourself up and building all this community around you to have so many people following this episode as well. And and you know what? At first I thought like we're gonna hit just one hour, but we definitely gonna overshot this timing. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And and I, I, I just wanna ask you, right, you know what's the 
the number one biggest thing that has attributed to your success right now? I mean, I mean, like you probably would, wouldn't see yourself as a huge success, or maybe you would see that as, as it is. But what is that number one attribute that helps you with this? I would want to mention a few. You know, the first key is okay. uh, the, the reason why I believe that I will, this is only the beginning for me. The reason why I have no doubts that I will be a phenomenal, very long success is because mm -hmm. I'm not very interested in, I'm interested in the mission. I'm less interested in all the fancy, fancy drama, the fame and all this kind of bullshit that comes <laughs> along with it. Uh, yeah. and because I concentrate constantly on, you know, is this bringing me closer towards achieving the mission? There's something that I could attribute, I would say it's that. You know, I think people join entrepreneurship very often because they want the perks. They want to make way yeah. more money. They want to be famous. They want to get chicks. They want to show off. They got some issues mm -hmm. with uh, people in the past laughing at them. They want to prove something to their parents. I don't want to do any, yeah. any of this. I'm long past that. You know, the only thing okay. I want to do is uh, I want to go out there and do what I believe to be my mission in a much uh, sustained, bigger way. And that's all I quite care about. You know, if someone is not appropriate for my mission and, you know, I don't want their money. Uh, I don't want the drama. I'm not interested in that. You know, I just want to do my job and do it every single day in the in healthiest, heartiest way ever. So that, okay. that kind of keeps me very much on point. And that's why, okay. uh, and I don't get distracted uh, away from that. You know, the money I collect because I deserve, I grow because, you know, uh, that's, that's just what, what, what I do with the money. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. reason, I mean, all the folks who are part of my uh, program will, will tell you that I'm pretty much, or my business partner will tell you, I'm pretty much the same person. I take Grab everywhere. I don't have a car. You know, I wear roughly the same clothes, even though I could probably buy wardrobes full of shit. Uh, and, and nothing changes, you know, the, you, you do the work every single day because uh, that's, that's yeah. a mission that I'm on, you know. So uh, I, I believe that's the number one thing. The number two thing is I also realized that the mission is long. The missions are going to take a very long time. You know, I, I'm not looking mm -hmm. to retire, what the fuck that means. Most of the time, okay. I, my, my buddy Ken says that most people who retire die very soon. Because their mission, yeah. purpose and their function has, has ex expired. So nature, uh, you know, tends to exterminate that which is useless. So mm -hmm. if you want to live a long life, make sure you have a good shit to do for a long time. Yep. So the, the mission is long. Uh, you know, am I in the best version of myself now? No. So I don't mm -hmm. see where arrogance come, comes into play. I mean, the only time you can be arrogant, I always say in business, is number one, when the game is over and you have won. Uh, mm. But the game of business never ends. So the only time you can be arrogant is when you're retired. You see, the only <laughs> time to celebrate is when the game ends. So okay. most arrogant people should only be arrogant when they're when they're done. If you're still playing, yeah. you should not be arrogant because recent things can change very soon. You know, yeah. when COVID comes, you on top of the world, suddenly you find yourself, you know, in debt. Yeah, this is so there's no space for yes. complacency. And the next thing is, yeah. do you really think, in the context of everything, you're the best version of yourself now? If not, how are you arrogant? <laughs> Why are you arrogant? And therefore, arrogance is ignorance. You are not even aware there's someone out, out there who would scoff at whatever you think you're so good right now. So, there's mm -hmm. no, no space for, for the arrogance. Uh, we are all always, always about the mission. And, and yep. you know, I, I think it's a humility to keep learning. You know, I always do things that are uncomfortable so that I can go out there, experience what it's like to have a beginner mind and, and start the whole process there again. So these things, yeah. I think, just, it go more than just grounding me. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just what I do, you know. I, I, I mean, I, I look upon, I, uh, there are folks out there, they want to get rich, they want to get famous, they want to be admired. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about those things, you know. I don't want to buy anything at the end of the day apart from things that can enhance my performance and 
help me uh, do my mission better. And that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I'm going to live long and long in the future. So so it's a okay. it's a pretty simple life. It's going to be a purposeful yeah. life. No, I never forget. There's a movie called Fight Club. Yes. And in that movie, they mention that the things you buy often end up the things you own often end up owning you. You buy a fancy car. You buy three fancy cars. Mm-hmm. They require regular servicing. Now your yeah. ass at the workshop. <laughs> now you add it to your to-do list. Now you need to get stressed <laughs> and worry how, how you're going to fix that. Yeah. They own you now. You're already yeah. busy. You're supposed to add, they were supposed to add to your in to your, to your convenience. Now they're adding to your inconvenience. The things you own yep. end up you. You know. So really evaluate why you're buying this. Who are you trying mm-hmm. to impress? You know. And does it really help your mission? If if it doesn't, come on, man. Just grow your money. Live a simple life. And you know, just just go about your life in a fulfilling, happy man. Okay. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So, all of you, you know, there. I I truly agree with this in terms of like you know, if you want to. Look at business entrepreneurship. It's usually the long game. It's never always the short game, unless if you are just wanting to join a Ponzi scheme, for example, and and you get get the money and boom, you get rich or you, you gamble and get rich instantaneously for a short second, right? Then after that, boom, you lose the money again, right? So yeah, I I believe you know it's not always about the the bling bling and 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 whatsoever but if let's say you are a watch collector you know that you know this price will get you get you something for example or or you really love certain things then you love to buy certain things just for yourself um go ahead but it's it's a matter of perspective in in a sense some people want it the long game so we want to like save up the money we want to invest it in other companies and all this kind of stuff cool but there are some people who want to buy all this bling bling to showcase that oh this is like uh the first year that I got a million and then <laughs> you know second year I got I got I got maybe a hundred mil or whatever and then I wanna you know just to appreciate myself a little pamper myself a little bit more yeah by all means you can buy your own Patek Philip you want to buy whatever by all means but of course um ultimately it's whether are you happy or not and oh. at the same time whether are you yeah. fulfilled do you feel the meaning behind this or not? If let's say today we notice that the Rolex that you want to buy is X amount and you bought it, is it going to make you feel happier the next few weeks or months or even years down the road and and etc. right? So it's all about the perspective that you have in terms of this kind of stuff that you want. Okay. And also at the same time, um, having to, to say that, you know, uh, like what Mel has actually mentioned earlier, um, it's it's always about the meaning that and, and purpose that, that you have rather than just uh, fame just you know the the money itself because money and fame will die down easily it's superficial for a while you die like i've seen some people who used to own clubs who used to own pubs and then they just die down just because of covid 19 what if there's another pandemic and they created another F&B business and whatsoever and the same shit happens? Boom, their money will be gone. Their Ferrari, their Lamborghini, their condo, their terrace house will be sold in a, in a second, in a minute, in a, in a few days, in a few weeks, in a few months. So it's all about how you want to put your game up there, right? And it's not saying that entrepreneurship has to be celebrated. Even if you are a doctor, if you, if you are 
teacher, it has to be celebrated, not just on Teacher's Day, not just on Doctor's Day. I don't think there's a, there's a Doctor's Day. Maybe there is, I'm not sure. But it's all about how are you living that position in your life? Are you happy being a doctor? Are you happy being, being a teacher? Are you happy being whatever that you're doing? And if you're not happy, then dive deep. Like what Dean Graziosi has mentioned, ask yourself seven whys, seven level of whys. And also like how uh, Mel has actually mentioned earlier, find out who you are. Understand what you are doing right now. And it's not just like, oh God, what's my purpose? Oh Buddha, what's my purpose? And then boom, boom, it comes out. No, it will not happen. You have to dive deep and it might take a long time, but it will still give you some time for you to actually understand who you want to be and what you want to do in your life. And uh, which comes to this question that Vikas has actually asked. Mel, what's the most important lesson for you that you have learned in your own journey of life and business? Uh, super simple. Uh, at, at the end of the day, I was more successful when I, was, uh, when I discovered my purpose and uh, lived from that. You know? uh, we're either living from purpose or we're living from program. A program mm. is uh, what, what society tells you is successful, what you ought to do, what's the latest trend, you know, you see a fucking Facebook ad, you click on it, uh, that's progress. Mm. Uh, when you live for purpose, uh, it's uh, usually much uh, greater and different from, from that. When, when you live yep. from uh, purpose, uh, that was when everything clicked, you know, uh, I met my business partner, Joe, from Walter Marshall, I worked with some great people. Before that, it didn't click because I was uh, operating for program. I, I wanted things to happen. Okay. I wasn't supposed to see what I, uh, what I was supposed to do. You realize that uh, when you do things that you're supposed to do, it's effortless, it's easy. Uh, it's almost like the universe supports you. Uh, if yeah. you do things that you're not supposed to, to do, then uh, it's fucking hard. It's not profitable. And I think it's a, it's a universe way of telling you, uh, dude, I think you should stop that shit. So. Yep, I agree. I mean, like, you know, um, doing this, the Regacy show, uh, it's just like the universe is telling me, hey, please continue this fucking thing. Why? Because this thing is something that is benefiting people even though you're not earning any money from this podcast right now you're not asking people hey pay me five thousand and i'll feature you nope i don't do that but one thing is the universe god or whatever you believe in is actually telling me hey continue to grow and prosper through this journey because yeah. you know what you never know when you prosper in terms of wealth yeah probably after this i joined the x factor maybe right you know and then from there i gain a lot of insights i gain a lot of um, i would say knowledge and wisdom and then i go on to actually outdo my past self i'm not going to compete with you know um, all the other speakers or or podcasters out there i mean friendly competition will be fun will be fine right and one thing is i don't look into just the competition i look at competing in my past self because I believe if 2014 me could fuck things up so badly and then within six months I can be on straight times, then why the hell wouldn't I be in, you know, whatever that I want to do and be able to prosper from there, right? So if I can, if I could do it in the past, why not now? So it's the same. So that's why I'm always challenging myself to be way better than who I was 2014. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, and even now, right? So I, I truly believe in this. And also at the same time, right? Um, you know, as I was mentioning about X Factor right now, or just now, right? I, I, 
I'm actually curious, you know, is, is, um, you know, a lot of times we get to see the X factor UK, US and all these other, um, they're always talking about talents, right? Okay. Um, even idols as well. You get to see them performing their, their stuff, doing their thing and all this kind of stuff. There are some blunders. There are some bloopers. There are some people who are really that damn good. Right. So I want to ask you, right. How can anyone, okay. Uncover the X factor within themselves, like the talents within themselves. Uh, I, I think that's a that's a fantastic question, and uh, frankly, that's uh, what we spent three days doing. The first key is you must understand why we discover X factor, and if an X factor really exists for everybody. Uh, yeah. I, unlike in the entertainment show, uh, we we are not in the business of uh, what Simon Cowell is. Uh, uh, <laughs> in, even though, yeah. even though you must understand, that's what he really is looking for. He really is looking for at the end of the day, si Simon mm -hmm. Cowell's job is he's sitting there and he's not going who's the best singer here. Simon's yeah. job is to take a look at who will stand out and be marketable. You see, ultimately, yeah. what Simon and I do are very, very similar. Critical okay. to understand that. We're looking at someone and going, how can we market this person in the most suitable way so you capture people's attention, uh, lead to yep. sales, profit, and uh, memorability. So, first key, mm. uh, does everyone have an X Factor? Yes. Why? Because we are all unique. You know, one of the yep. symbols for X Factor is, in, is on this cup here. If you take a look, right here is a fingerprint. The fingerprint yep. is what makes you special than everybody else. You know, a lot of people okay. don't feel you're special. Well, you are special yep. in some way. This is why uh, we have retina scanners these days, which means everyone's eyes are kind of different. Everyone's fingerprint is different. Yeah. Now, is it in our look? No. Very often, you could look like somebody else. You're a twin. Somebody else could look like you. What makes you special is what is on the inside your vision, your values, who you serve, the purpose of what you do, what you do, who, uh, what kind of proof elements, what kind of promise, so many different things we cover on the day one of the mm -hmm. X Factor class. It's a process of going through that and discovering, oh my God, here's what I stand for. Here's what mm -hmm. I believe in. Here's what I want to yep. help uh, clients do. Here's who I serve. The moment you discover yep. all of these things, something illuminating happens, you discover, oh my God, this is mm -hmm. what makes me special. This is what makes me unique. You look upon the yep. marketplace and you stop seeing a horde of people. You start seeing, hey, who are the people I want to serve? And those are your chosen people. It's just like yeah. the people who listen to music are so many. There are probably mm -hmm. a billion, billions of people who listen to music. Uh, yeah. Our music is never going to appeal to everybody. Some people like rap. Some people hate rap. Yeah. Some people like nature yeah. sounds, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I have no idea why. But, uh, but at the same time, uh, yeah. music is going to appeal to every single person in their yes. own uh, unique fashion. You know? So yeah. our, our goal is to uh, find the people that like the kind of uh, stuff that we have to offer. At the end of the day, offer it to them and be able to help them. They are our audience. That's okay. Critical. Okay. Okay. Wow. Awesome. 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 So, wow. Not everyone's this... going to like this podcast, you understand. But, yep. but some people are really going to like this and they are your responsibility to serve via this podcast. You know, and yep, those that I... they, can <laughs> they can find somebody else. Yeah, I know, right? They can find Joe Rogan, by all means. They can find Team Ferris, by all means. They can find so many other podcasters out there, by all means. But ironically, many podcasters and many speakers, coaches, and even entrepreneurs are actually tuning in to The Regacy Show. People like, look at look at uh, you yourself. You also tune in to The Regacy Show before. Um, you've, you've heard it. You've seen it somewhere along those lines. Eric Fong have, done, have seen it, heard it before. And even people like... Paul Gather has heard it, seen it before. 
and even Vikas has heard it, seen it before, and so many other people that have heard it and seen it before. To be frank, even Mary Buffett also listens to the Regacy show before, uh, before all the other episodes came 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 along, and um, she even shared it on her Facebook page, which I was really really grateful and honored as well. And you know, all this all this took a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of stuff, and I I just want to ask you, right, you know. What advice would you give to those who are new entrepreneurs, new breed entrepreneurs today to become successful at their business? Okay, the, the most important thing, let's say we're saying you, you are starting out, right? Uh, the most important yeah. thing is first and foremost, uh, as you're putting together a product or service uh, to offer to people, you need mm -hmm. to further or validate the demand. So now, number one, the, yeah. the understanding that business is an exchange of value. You know, we are mm -hmm. taught by our parents that uh, money is earned. Money is not earned. Money is given given in exchange for the value you mm -hmm. provide. Not the product yeah. or service, the value you provide. So the real yes. study in business is a study of value, right? Yeah. Most people don't understand value. They understand money, they don't understand value. Oh, money is what you get. Value is what mm -hmm. you give, you know? So yes. uh, we need to understand value. So what constitutes value? What, how and why is a product or service valuable? Number one, value is subjective. Uh, if mm -hmm. some people think that Wagyu beef is worth 500 bucks. Some vegetarians think Wagyu beef is worth nothing. So in both <laughs> cases, Wagyu beef is a constant. The product is the thing, uh, the, the person's perception of value is the thing that differs. So we understand, yep. number one, uh, what, whether we can, something is valuable or not, not everyone's mm -hmm. going to agree. We need to find our target audience. Number two, we need to yep. solve these target audiences' problems. When we solve problems, we have value. When we don't solve problems, but sell shit that nobody wants, we have no value. Yeah. A life jacket when you're on the boat has no value. When you're in the water has a lot of value. You see, so mm -hmm. differing on when where people are and what problems they have, value differs. So yeah, so that's critical to understand. So when you launch mm -hmm. your product or service, number one, what problems and present day problems can you solve for your target natural audience? Mm -hmm. You need to understand that. So you put together something. Okay. Maybe you know you have a good idea. You think maybe this works. The one thing, yep. the couple, two things you need to do now is you need to go out there. And you need to validate the demand before you dive head first in the business. You need to validate the demand. Okay, I think this is gonna work. Solve some mm -hmm. people's problems. And you can check if uh, this is gonna work. Mm -hmm. And you can check. Are people willing to pay for this? You know, we yeah. often we discover that uh, people want to support us, but not willing to pay. I, I don't want mm -hmm. non-paying support. Okay, because non-paying support is useless. I know something yeah. is hot. People pay. That's it. Open and shut. Okay, mm -hmm. so you only know a business idea is solid if you get paying customers or clients Correct. in this case. That's the first key. Number two, yep. only in business, not when people pay, is when you deliver. When you deliver and get a testimonial, that's when you're truly in business. Mm, okay. Yeah. If you have no Correct. testimonials, you have claims. I can help you discover your passion. I can help you solve this. Where's your fucking proof? None. Mm -hmm. Then it's a claim. Okay. So you okay. have proof. When you have your proof, then only then are you truly in business. Yep, I agree. I agree. That's why um, a lot of times speakers, coaches will always have their testimonials, either in between or even after the the whole you know selling of program and when they are upselling the stuff. And that's where you know all these people have a okay. So this is what happened to. Jenny. Okay, so Jenny was a housewife, and next moment, boom! After going through my coaching, pa, she became a multi-millionaire. And here is what she has to say: Hi, and this is so awesome. Blah blah blah. Please support and come and support. Yeah, you get a 
benefit from this and blah 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 right so so i believe you know what you said is true i mean like you need testimonial and people who who are not you know giving you testimonials go and ask them and i'm just curious right for those newbies who are into business they want to get testimonials don't know how to ask how should they ask uh, other than just hey can you give me testimonial any other ways that they can actually ask from number one this? the most important thing before a testimonial is you need to go and deliver a result if you don't okay. deliver now you're going to get no testimonials because there's nothing to say about you that is good so a lot of people are very eager to dive into business they don't make sure whether shit works i think it's very mm. critical delivery is yeah. one of the most underestimated things in this yep. entire business you know it's just not just a speaking business but in general mm. right the most yeah. important thing uh yes you need to uh, have an x factor get people to come in but mm. you need to deliver. if you cannot deliver the word is going to be that your shit sucks there's no testimonial yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yep, yep. delivering is very important when you deliver yes. a person gets a result they're happy to do it most of the time if you're mm -hmm. not happy to do it number one you probably have attracted some shit clients you need to fix that or number two mm -hmm. you suck now if you suck you're yep. not gonna get testimonial rightly so <laughs> so mm -hmm. that is my experience my experience is before you dive in and start you know uh doing all these things uh first of all make sure you can provide value i think it's great yep. if you're a coach a wealth coach and you don't even have your money like fixed you probably should fix that first before you go and teach me about wealth mm, i agree i agree i agree solid this is really solid really really solid and uh you know now now we we are coming to this uh topic where i i believe all these entrepreneurs be it they're newbies or not are actually curious about this as well because uh, i i know that you actually teach people how to actually get elite customers coming to your way right in a sense okay so all these entrepreneurs be it they are newbies or they are oldies right they they have went through this COVID period and um, they are always thinking about getting more leads more customers giving delivering more value to all these people so all these entrepreneurs right how can they actually get elite clients and close premium deals during this difficult period of time especially when people wouldn't want to pay a lot of money uh i think first and foremost uh that belief right there that you attach at the end is the problem a lot of people believe that right now people are not going to pay a lot of money that is bullshit. Okay. we need okay. to understand first and foremost that when the problem is high and you're and, and you can solve it people will pay bigger faster than ever before right hmm. just imagine okay. this if you're in the water right now you're drowning uh and i taught mm -hmm. you a life jacket how quickly would you grab it Fast or as fast as possible exactly fast. so that's that's yep. critical the higher the problem the quicker they take action the higher the problem mm -hmm. the more they're willing to pay for things that can solve the problem so the one okay. thing we understand is we need to break the belief that this is a hard time it's a bad time no if you believe that okay. it is going to be that for you the, the mm -hmm. next thing we need to understand is that when people have a problem the one thing they need to do is we not design our offer and our product and our uh, messaging to solve people's problems if we don't mm -hmm. do that needless to say people will gloss over our stuff I think it's very very important okay. so that's okay. the part that's hard that's why i spent three days teaching people to do let me adjust your message and your offer you might not need to adjust the delivery of the product because oftentimes it is what it is but yep. your message your offer the promise even for people needs to shift mm, okay okay so meaning to say that even if they do not have anything to offer at that point of time during the course you will guide them to find out what's 
the thing that they should be, you know, delivering, adding value to the person. And then from there, that's where they get the sales and all this kind of stuff. Is it, am I right to say that? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we don't even want to talk about product services. We want to talk about who we want to serve, what kind of issues mm-hmm. they have. Those are more okay. than just product and service. If you put a product oh. and service before the client and the pain and all that kind of stuff, it's the, mm-hmm. it's the cart before the horse. You don't want to do yep. that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So for those people who are tuning in, if you have a very, very tough time okay, in getting leads, getting sales, listen to that part again. Okay. Listen to that part again where he actually spoke about, you know, it's not so much about the products and services. It's more about who you want to serve and what kind of stuff are the things that they really need in terms of the pain point that they are having and go and solve it for them. And I believe you get a lot of people, uh, you know, coming to your way and it sounds easy, but definitely the process is going to take some time for you. But with Melvin's method, I believe it's not going to be that slow, right? And uh, like what Thomas actually said, pain is the ultimate motivator. Okay, if you see pain as a motivator, boom, you're ready to level up. If you see pain as a pain in the ass and you feel like retreating, then all the more, it will not help you in the long run, right? And as, you know, we are actually coming to the end of this yeah. episode, right? I want to ask you this final question, okay? Yeah. Yes. The question is this, okay? If you were to actually start all over again, Okay, be it in dating relationships and even in your business as well. What's the step-by-step process that you take to build everything up again? Okay, if I were to start all, all over again, knowing what I now know, uh, it's not going to be hard at all because uh, the mm-hmm. most important thing you need is uh, the right mindset, the right skill set. So if I had to start okay. everything again, it's very simple, right? Uh, it, and also, so my mindset is I understand what my mission is. And even mm-hmm. if I don't know X Factor, Go to enlighten profits. I understand what my mission is. I understand what yeah. I can do. I understand my skills and my talents. I understand who I want to work, work with. You know, even if you take everything away from, from me, I'm able to rebuild all of these because I've, I've had the experience, I have the skills, I have the clarity. You know, so yeah. let's take a look at, at the steps. Number one, mission. Be clear what my mission is. You know, you toss me, let's say, the Middle East, India, China. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what I'm here to do. So mission is clear. I know what I'm supposed to do, who I want to work with. You see? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what skill sets I have and what I can deliver and help them with in order to get the results they want. They can fulfill yeah. their uh, their goals and my mission. You know, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, I have uh, you know I might need to evolve to the culture, to the language. But the moment you have mission, the moment you have the right mind, knowing who you want to serve, what problems you want to solve, the moment you know what what you can offer in terms of value, and at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like, the next thing is skill set. So I can sell, I can market. You know, so even if you take everything away, it's all going to come back just as quickly, <laughs> if not faster. So, yeah. so I think all, all of that is critical. What does that mean? And that means that the work on yourself needs to be the most important mm-hmm. thing. You see, if mm-hmm. you have no work on yourself and all you have is money, you're a scary place. As you know, at the moment, <laughs> they take away your money, you're fucked. But if you yeah. have work on yourself, then you are not, you are not afraid. You know, hey, just toss me anywhere and I can make some, mm-hmm. some you know. Okay. Uh, so that's my entire philosophy, you know, so. Okay, nice, nice, nice. So remember guys, like what Mel has mentioned, the right skill set, the right mindset will bring you to a better place 
in the future as long as you know what you want why you want certain things and of course implementing whatever that has been taught to you and i i'm really grateful you know melvin has you know took up so much time and you know to just give as much value as possible to my audience and his audience as well and the people around um really appreciate it you know thank you so much for coming on to the show and uh, mel for all my listeners my followers um where can they find you like on social media wise super, super, super guys uh i mean at the end of the day just find me on on facebook you know just like melvin so find, find me on facebook i mean mm-hmm. i have a i have a webinar i do every week on on x factor you can go and find it xfactormethod.com slash storm you know you can go and check it out uh, you know i do it every single week uh but at the okay. end of the day if you watch this you, you liked it just find me melvin so on facebook uh, drop me a pm if you enjoyed my the stuff i shared and yeah, yeah. And let's stay connected and see whether i can add value to you yep yep i agree and Thanks a lot to all of you supporters who have been watching the show. And also at the same time, you know, thank you for the supporters, not just from Singapore, Malaysia, but also from Japan and even other parts of the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. And uh, stay tuned for more of the Regacy Show where we have a lot of amazing people coming onto the tr- on the show. And not forgetting, if you have not jumped onto the tribe of Regacy, go join this uh small humble tribe of mine where you know we get to add value to one another one another and also we get to collaborate with one another some people get to collaborate with one another some of them actually got to make meet up and make some make some small little fortune together you know and things like that or even give back to the community together so that i hope you know you can join this uh very small and humble tribe of mine and at as much value as possible to one another all right so with that i would like to thank everyone and even melvin for tuning in to the regacy show and joining us on the regacy show and also at the same time i hope you guys stay safe stay healthy during this period of time okay so that take care and enjoy your weekends okay thanks a lot guys okay bye-bye see you Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Regacy Show. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has brought you to an epiphany where you realize that this is where you want to go and this is what you want to do. So I hope you will continue to support and also at the same time, like, comment and share this episode out to your people to your family your friends and not forgetting that we have just created a telegram group it's called the regacy show family so you can go and check it out and let us know how you find this group is serving you all right so with that i would like to thank you once again see you and stay tuned for another episode of the regacy show